Is this Sunday a trap game for the Arizona Cardinals, or can we Sharpie in their seventh win of the season, and it's on to Green Bay Thursday Night Football? What should we expect from their new weapon, tight end Zach Ertz, in his debut in front of the Red Sea? And Steve Keim, oh, that rascal shifting around some cash <laughs> to make the new addition work. We're telling you all about it, plus predictions, players of the game, Bo and Alex, locked on Cardinals. You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's just about that time to invade the Great Lawn and rise up Red Sea. It feels like forever. When was the last home game that the Arizona Cardinals had? Well, I guess it was against the 49ers just a couple weeks ago, but they've been on the road so far four times in their six games. Alex pointed out they're 4-0 on the road. They just haven't lost. And we're loose today. I mean, we're we're a little it's it's kind of silly season, which is crazy to think about, but they've got a game against the lowly Houston Texans before they take on a very uh, impressive Green Bay Packers team on Thursday night football. Are we overlooking the Texans? We'll get into our full predictions. I don't, I personally don't think so. So we're going to have to take an approach to this game as far as where the Arizona Cardinals can get some wins within a win. You know, where where do we need to be impressed by this team going up against the team that's just overmatched as far as Davis Mills and the Houston Texans? We You heard it, Alex, yesterday from our guy Cody uh, Davis of Locked On Texans, and we were like, is there a path? To victory for Houston and he said unless you find a wrinkle in time unless you can find invent a time machine and bring back all of the former good Houston Texans including J.J. Watt including DeAndre Hopkins uh it ain't happening and I I tend to agree with him on this one yeah <laughs> I'm actually as we speak looking trying to look the, up the uh, Jeffrey Tambor quote from the hangover about uh, uh, one of them being on a heater at a table. You don't leave the yeah. table when you're on a heater. That's oh, what the Cardinals are on right now. You know, yeah. they're the craps table. Think of Jeffrey Tambor's voice. And, you know, that's that. That's what the Cardinals are at right now. It's Here's the thing, though. Remember when, uh, I think it was, remember when Buffalo was, were 20-point favorites over Minnesota and Minnesota went in and beat them outright or flipped? It was one of the two. Either Minnesota's 20-point favorites or Buffalo was a, a handful of years ago, and the, the underdog won. Crazy things happen on Sundays, sure. I just don't see it this Sunday. Like, this isn't bravado. This isn't on to the next. They're an NFL team. They're well-respected. David Culley's a good coach, even though he's kind of been handed a raw deal in his first year over there in Houston. They've got a pretty good run game. They've got Brandon Cooks, but I just don't see it. There would have to be something catastrophic to like you would have to play quarterback for the Cardinals. <laughs> I would have to play quarterback for the Arizona Cardinals in order for them to collapse enough because there's a couple things and, I, and I'll tell you about it, why I think that, but I first want to tell you that this edition of lockdown Cardinals is brought to you by McDonald's. Yeah. Proudly serving communities since 1965. McDonald's has always been more than just a place to get tasty, affordable food. It's an unofficial community center. A big thank you to our friends at McDonald's for always being there I'm loving it, but I think that not only is this a team where the Arizona Cardinals, just roster-wise, are far more superior than the uh, Houston Texans, but they've got 
two guys that called Houston home for a long time, and one of them for sure, and DeAndre Hopkins feels slighted by this franchise and would not put up with the Arizona Cardinals slipping up in this contest. He wouldn't. Like, you're going to have two guys dialed in. I know J.J. Watt said, hey, the team that I'm facing isn't the team that uh, that I played for for so many years because, yeah, as we've kind of outlined, it's they've, they've fallen quickly, probably quicker than we've ever seen on hard times. Like, they went from uh, being in the playoffs a couple seasons in a row, it being the Deshaun Watson, Nuke connection, J.J. Watt on the defensive side of the football, Jadavian Clowney for a little bit, a, a roster just littered with impressive players to only within a season's time falling completely on their face, being a laughingstock of the NFL, potentially being a team like Jacksonville in 2020 where they won their season opener and then looking at their schedule, maybe outside of Jacksonville again, do they have another W on that schedule? Oh. I mean... Like when 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 you think about where the Cardinals are right now, and you think about where Houston is, you just it makes you appreciate how quick things can rise when you see how quickly they can fall. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Like, yeah, I mean I, everything and- everything that you're saying is right. Like they were they were a sexy bleeping team three years ago. They were a sexy team in the playoffs every year, winning divisions with Andrew Luck there in the division, playing in the playoffs. And then life happens, man. People they weren't make- just yeah, they weren't just good. I mean, they had some of the best young talent in the league. Oh yeah, that were playing at a high level, one of the best you know duos. And now the 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 Cardinals benefited from their dealing half of that duo, and then. You know, the the fallout with Deshaun Watson and pick your what, what fallout you want to choose for the guy, whether it's on the field or off the field or whatever, you know, he's got with the organization going on. But it's it's pretty nuts. But you're right. I mean, and it happened to the Arizona Cardinals. I mean, they went from the Bruce Arians, Arians era to overnight being the worst team and most poorly constructed roster and organization in the NFL. From 2017, there was expectations for that team, even though they fell horrendously short, to in the poorhouse. I mean, they were at the, to to picking, you know, not having a an answer at quarterback going forward. They they signed Sam Bradford. That's pretty much the Terod Taylor move and then they draft Josh Rosen and Josh Rosen's pretty comparable unfortunately to a third round pick that yeah. the Arizona Cardinals are going to face in Davis Mills. It's just it's it's just wild and it is that is the reality of the NFL is that you can be where the Arizona Cardinals are right now and then within weeks your or the, your foundation can crumble from beneath you. It's it's pretty wild, but that's that's why people love this game because within a couple seasons you can be back on track with the right you know with the right plan for sure. I mean it's it's it 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 even um, strengthens my point of how draft picks are one of the more overvalued things in sports. Like right now, the Eagles have three top nine picks. If the season were to end today top they'd have three picks but they could be bust 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 oh cool tank sauce not a good team all these draft picks are supposed to work and they don't nothing is for sure in the national football league ever ever you know it's injury it's 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 you know lack of play it's off the field stuff that nobody saw coming yeah i mean it's that's why 
while cynical at times and skeptical at times, you and I both are just appreciating what we're watching right now. You yeah. know, and there's so many, so many reminders around the NFL that even though I give Cliff Kingsbury a hard time, and even though Steve Keim through the first seven years or six years of his GM ship wasn't great, what he's done the last two years is remarkable. And also looking at the other GMs around the league, Dave Gettleman. Would you rather Steve Keim or Dave Gettleman? Howie Roseman? Would you rather Steve like there there are just names where it's like Steve Keim is a lot better fit to be a GM than a lot other GMs. John Schneider in the NFL, which is wild. Yeah, no, it, it absolutely is. And, um, you know, there's a lot to kind of get into this game. One of the exciting things to look at is the new addition to the offense and Zach Ertz. We can start to kind of preview and predict what we were going to expect from the three-time Pro Pumped. Bowler. You just put into this offense. You know, what What are the expectations overall for this offense? Is it going to be kind of business as usual? Do they get in there and do they do their work early on, get a lead, and then they pull their foot off the gas and then cruise and then start to prepare for Thursday night football? Or do they put up some pretty sexy numbers? We'll get into that conversation. We'll look at what Ertz's uh, game could look like. Also, Steve Keim, he's, make, he's moving some money around to make Zach Ertz's contract work. We'll tell you who took a – who restructured – and uh, we'll get into some full predictions about this game um, because if you're looking at the betonline.ag spread, it, it's pretty interesting. I mean, as far as where are you going to put the smart money? Is it on the Arizona Cardinals? It's not that easy because there's a lot of points that they have to give up in order to uh, win any money off of them. Um, it's uh, Lockdown Cardinals, part of your Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Bo Brock, Alex Clancy, thank you for making us the first listen each and every day and also checking us out on YouTube. If you haven't done so, Highly recommend it. Check us out. Subscribe. Of course, you'll get alerts for whenever we post new content. We're usually premiering our episodes at 10 a.m., except for the after games. After games, we are, uh, we're right after the game in Sunday evening, or in week eight's case, we're going to be posting it Thursday night. Uh, and, of course, our halftime shows. We're get, doing our halftime show each and every game. Talking about the spread, betonline.ag, it's 17 and a half. And BetOnline is back and better than ever. New web interface to start the basketball season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. And it remains your number one spot to bet on all your football action this season as well. Head over to the new updated desktop mobile website. Sign up today. Receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit just by using the promo code Locked On. one word, and receive your bonus. You put in 100 bucks, you get $53 to build your stack. From basketball, football, baseball, postseason, NHL, boxing, UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Bet online is the fastest, easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. It's Bo Brock, Alex Clancy, once again, thanking you for making us here at Locked On Cardinals your first listen. Um, Zach Ertz, cool little uh, nugget that he, when he talked to the press, on Wednesday, and also Kyler Murray kind of reiterated these uh, these the statements that Zach Ertz joined Kyler Murray. They sat next to each other on the plane uh, as they flew back from Cleveland, and I just thought that was a pro move. I thought on on both their behalf. I mean, and we we already kind of applauded Zach Ertz for kind of nestling up to Colt McCoy, who was part of the play calling in the Browns game, and he had a headset on. He was listening to all the play calls as they were going in, so he was just. Even though he played Thursday night football for the Eagles in his last game for for them, he was already starting to get dialed in as far as the Eagle or the Cardinals are concerned. 
And, uh, you know, him sitting next to Kyler and them, you know, talking shop and getting to know each other. I don't care if they're talking about video games or if they're talking about this offense, and I'm sure they sprinkled it in somewhere in the conversation. I just love that. Yeah. I mean, Zachert's 100% had to get out of jail free card to not travel to Cleveland with the Cardinals. 100%. Nobody would have said anything about it. He played a game 72 hours earlier for a different team. You know, like you didn't, like the, he's going to join the Cardinals on Monday. No harm, no foul. Well, he should have gone to the game. No, nobody would have said that. But the fact that he went like, this is the culture shift. These are things that winning good teammated players do. Good teammate players do. And he went and sitting next to Kyler, it's smart. Because you know what? Kyler's going to be his best damn friend. Because Kyler's going to look for him. Kyler's going to utilize him. There is going to be, there's so many mouths to feed and feed. We talked about this with Cody yesterday. That DeAndre Hopkins is cool. Like, he's cool. He's yeah. cool with winning. He's cool with getting seven targets instead of 12. You know, and Zach Ertz is going to be the same. But when he was in Philly, he was the number one option and wasn't treated like it all the time. You know, especially in the red zone, as I usually mention. Like, it's, I'm stoked. Like, we don't even talk about him. We talk about everybody else. And then you like, oh, man, there's going to be a 6'5 guy that is very good at football. And he plays tight end, and the Cardinals need a tight end. He's going to be on the team come Sunday. It's wild. Yeah, it is wild. As far as what we expect, the first game in the Arizona Cardinals offense, I mean, it's not like a running back where you can just plug him in and and he can find holes and he can, you know, like Kenyon Drake had in his debut for the Arizona Cardinals a couple years ago. Uh, But, you know, the fact that he's getting with his quarterback already, trying to get up to speed, um, the fact that he's not going to be a guy where he's going to be the number one option. and if he is Max Williams, where it's Kyler Murray going through his progressions and then the rest of the defense is emphasizing and keying in on the bigger names in the offense, the DeAndre Hopkins, the A.J. Greens, the Rondell Moores, the Christian Kirks, the Chase Edmonds, he can get lost, you know, Ertz can in a good way get lost in the shuffle and it's going to look like Max Williams on steroids as far as his playmaking ability. Look, Max Williams took a big leap but he's not the route runner. He's not the playmaker, even at Zach Ertz, who's going to be 31 next month. We, it's, it's not, it's not going to look anything close. I mean, Zach Ertz is going to look really good, especially since he's not going to have defenses, you know, really keying in on him like he did in Philadelphia for so long. Yeah, and to be A.J. Green. Yeah. Same yeah. thing. It's going to be the same thing that A.J. Green's experiencing. I'll tell you what, Zach Ertz is scoring a touchdown on Sunday. You can book that. BetOnline.ag. Yeah. Otherwise, Zach Ertz is scoring a touchdown on Sunday. And I'll, I'll tell you exactly what play it's going to be. It's going to be bunch formation, and it's going to be play action, yeah. leak out to the pylon. Kyler could either run it or throw it at Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz is going to catch a touchdown. Book it. Book it. Book it. The, uh, the Houston Texans have given up the most fantasy points to tight ends this season. Like, they've just been bad. They're the Cardinals yeah. from a couple years ago. They've, they've yeah. given up yeah. a lot of points to the, that position. And uh, Zach Hurts could eat immediately for this offense. Um, still, as as far as we we are recording this before Friday's practice, but as far as Thursday's practice was concerned, uh, no Cliff Kingsbury still. Uh, there are a couple guys that were were missing in action. Uh, Darrell Daniels, the other tight end linebacker, Jordan Hicks, who was uh, he was he was kind of a questionable guy last week. So we'll see where where he is. Rashard Lawrence, and then Kylie Fitz. So. Uh, guys like Justin Pugh, Kelvin Beecham, DeAndre Hopkins, Devon Cornard, they were all back in uniform and out on the practice field as of Thursday. So we'll see what happens with Cliff Kingsbury 
you know, obviously his uh, his positive test happened late last, like on was it Friday afternoon? So we're still w- waiting to see if the Cardinals head coach will be back in this in this matchup against the Houston Texans come come Sunday. Um, yeah, I mean, just getting back into the co- oh, one last thing as far as the Zach Hurts thing. So obviously the amount of money that he was making, the Arizona Cardinals needed to make it work salary cap wise. Mm-hmm. So gem- general manager Steve Keim. He uh, reportedly converted $6.5 million of the defensive tackles salary, Jordan Phillips, signing into a signing bonus, and that made room. It created about $5.2 million in cap space, according to Field Yates. So that's uh, how they made that work, and there's no issues there, and they're good to go. Time to get into some full-time predictions. How we think this game's going to go down. We're going to have our players of the game, offensive and defensive side of the football Arizona Cardinals looking to take on a one in five Houston Texans team and improve the seven and zero before taking on Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers on Thursday night football in week eight. Are we looking ahead too far or is it just, uh, yeah, this is going to happen. You can just sharpie this W in on the schedule already. It's Bo. It's Alex. It's locked on Cardinals. Part of your locked on podcast network, your team every day. And, uh, Look, the Cardinals right now, they're the McDonald's of the NFL. They're the GOAT. They, the, uh, you know, they've been proudly serving communities since 1965. At least McDonald's has. McDonald's has been more than just a place to get tasty, affordable food. It's a place where friends and family can come and reconnect. It's a place where classmates can meet up for a study group knowing they'll have dependable Wi-Fi and limited supplies of French fries and McFlurries. Win or lose, it's a place where teammates, competitors in the home team and away team can come and recharge. It's a place you always look forward to stopping at on a long road trip or to rest your legs and refuel. Just stop by McDonald's, head over to your local McDonald's to refuel, reconnect. Did someone say locked on Cardinals watch party? Yeah, it'd be a fun place to go and take in a Cardinals game. McDonald's, I'm loving it. You know what I love, Bo? Built Bar. Yeah. I do. I love Built Bar. Um it's the best tasting protein bar on the planet. It's true. Um, Built Bar is coming to Phoenix very soon. I don't know the exact dates. So you're going to be able to get Built Bar in your hands even easier if you are living in Phoenix, which is fantastic. Um, they've got a bunch of great flavors. We've talked about them a lot. Uh, coconut, cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, um, German chocolate, Bo, well, oh, and you just got what did you just get in the mail? Because we just got a we just got a nice little grab bag. I got blueberry no. muffin. I got the same. I got the same mixed box. Yeah, but the mixed boxes are always different, so it's yeah, really it, a matter. of what did you get? You got coconut brownie, brownie chunk. chunk. Oh yeah, so that's Bo's one seed, I think. Um, yeah, I mean, just myriad flavors. Go to go to built.com. I'm telling you. That there's never ending amount of flavors. They have 18 grams of protein, under five grams of sugar, under five grams of net carbs. They're all tasty. They're all healthy. Go to builtbar.com, write locked 15, and you get 15% off your first order. Builtbar.com, locked 15 is the promo code. You get 15% off your first box at builtbar.com. Bo Brock, Alex Clancy, previewing the Arizona Cardinals' upcoming matchup against the lowly Houston Texans. Oh, how the money have fallen over the last couple of seasons without their quarterback, Deshaun Watson. Heavy trade rumors surrounding him. I highly recommend you follow our guy, Cody Davis, on Twitter, Cody Davis underscore 24. He's dialed in. He had the uh, 
insight that the Washington football team could be a third team in a potential deal with the Dolphins that would net the Finns, Deshaun Watson, and two would head to D.C., and then the Texans would probably recoup any kind of draft capital that would be in that deal. Um, but looking at this this game, I mean, it's going to be Davis Mills no matter what happens if, if Deshaun Watson is dealt between now and the game. Davis Mills is a guy who had 18 touchdowns and eight interceptions in his college career. He didn't play that many games. I mean, he just didn't. It's not a high-powered offense that David Shaw runs there, especially from throwing the football. I know that it uh, obviously gave us Andrew Luck way back when, but since then it's been some pretty mediocre signal callers, and Davis Mills is, kind of fits that mold. I think maybe the upside for this guy is going to be a career backup. If he's somebody's backup quarterback for the next decade, that's fine. But I don't see this guy being a starting quarterback. The Arizona Cardinals already 2-0 and against some rookie quarterbacks, first-round talent-type quarterbacks that they made quick work of. Um, I don't expect anything less in this contest. I mean, they're going to get their hands on another football, no doubt about it. Yeah. Davis Mills yeah. has turned the ball over a little bit. He's had one game where he hasn't thrown a pick. That was against the New England Patriots. But, you know, I think that the Arizona Cardinals, this is a good opportunity for this defense to eat and uh, not only get you know one, one turnover, but force a couple of them. How are you in a situation where Davis Mills was the only option you had to play that wasn't Tyrod Taylor? Yeah, I mean, they traded all those picks for Laramie Tunsil back in the day. Like, they just... All this, it was like a, they signed 38 running backs. They did. Okay. You're not expecting because you didn't know if Deshaun Watson was going to play. You had no idea yet. Tyrod Taylor was supposed to be the, the fix guy, and he's great when he's healthy. It's unfortunate that he's on IR, but Davis Mills is your backup. What are you doing here? You know, like the fact that you only throw 18 touchdown passes in a year in college football in 2020, it ain't going to work. You know, like it just, I, I don't know. I feel bad for the kid. Um, yeah, the Laramie Tunsil trade, that was ill-advised. Ill-advised, let's put it that way. Um, yeah, the defense is like, you're going to see Zayvon Collins, hopefully for 80% of the snaps on Sunday. These are games that he needs to play more in. Um, I don't know. I mean, maybe like, obviously regarding game flow, you want to show your dominance early. You had a really interesting stat. You didn't say it on the podcast, but you were about garbage points. I used yeah. to bring that up. Um, the defense just needs to have a strong showing early and hopefully just play backups midway through the third into the end of the game. You know, this is a great rest game for Chandler Jones. If he, you know, if he comes back off the COVID list and JJ Watt, et cetera. Um, hopefully we're not just looking at this and saying, oh no, and they're in like a 13-13 game going into the fourth quarter. Again, I just don't if it were against Jacksonville or a team like that, a lowly team that's not Houston, I think otherwise. But, yeah, I mean, defense needs to eat. Offense needs to pop off and just coast. Yeah, I noticed this from the stat you were talking about from Kyle Odegaard, and it was via Ben Baldwin. And he put out a chart, and it basically outlined who the best teams were that if you just remove the garbage time stats. So when the Arizona Cardinals were sitting on a big lead, and they've had they've certainly had a bunch of big leagues this season outside of maybe the, the Vikings game, and the, uh, and the uh, Niners game. But the Arizona Cardinals, as far as how they did and how they performed, when it wasn't garbage time, they're the best in the NFL. Yeah. I mean, it, and that's what this, this chart proves. So if people say, hey, they're padding their stats and all that, no. Their scores, their touchdowns, they're all coming when the Arizona Cardinals are either like building a lead at the beginning of a game or, uh, or in crunch time, you know, like against Minnesota where they win 34-33. 
So it's it's kind of a testament that it's they're not just sitting there and it's not games like the New York Jets or the Giants that we saw last year or the, or the Dallas Cowboys where they had big leagues. They were able to tack on on top of that and and kind of just pad their stats. And you see guys like, you know, Kyler Murray, you knew, hey, he was having a good season, but his numbers told you, hey, he had a great season. You're like, OK, well, they went eight and eight because he was able to get a lot of that in some in some uh, some garbage time situations. Same thing with DeAndre Hopkins. And that's not like an indictment on them. That's just right. how it went. It's right. just impressive. It's a testament to this team right now. Um, the Arizona Cardinals uh, taking on this Texans team, and we'll get into our full-time predictions here. But, uh, you know, I I just don't – this reminds me of that Jets game last year. Where it's like there there's nothing that t- shows me like that this is not going to be a blowout victory. There, I mean, where the Jets had Joe Flacco and people are like, Whoa. Joe turns back the clock. It's like, have you seen him play? Have you seen Davis Mills play? Uh, and it's the same thing as like Trey Lance. I don't think he's capable of consistently marching the Texans field, Texans offense down the field enough to keep up with this offense. You know, it's and the way that the Cardinals are playing defensively, like they would have to have a complete lapse overall for this to happen for the Texans. Yeah, I mean, it would be woo. This would be a tough one to swallow. So, I mean, this yeah. would be a tough one to swallow, especially with Aaron Rodgers and the Packers coming in. You know, ninety six hours afterwards. Um, I like using the full the hours for four days instead of four days. You know, it it, it shows more. It's like you know how you've removed yourself from the sixteen week thing with, with with your um with your young your young child. Yeah, you say yeah. four months. I'm kind of mm-hmm. going the other way. I'm kind of going the I like it. 72 hours, 96 hours. Anyways. Yeah. I mean, it's can the game happen already? Like I, this, <laughs> this is one where like we could have taken three days off this week and had two like real solid podcasts about this and then just move on. But yeah, I mean, the important things that we need to see happen are the offense still hum, not play to the level of your opponent. Like all of the cliches that great teams, some great teams will play to the level of their opponent regardless. And you just need to, Show dominance. Show that you're the number one team in, in, in the NFL, and just win by thirty. You know, like yeah. I mean, the, the point the spread's twenty seventeen and a half. I mean, the only time that's tricky is if you know the Cardinals go up twenty one three at halftime and then just coast, right? But I don't know. Yeah, I mean, what is the uh, what is the old cliche? And it's the betting cliche. It's like good teams win and great teams cover. Yeah, and this is seventeen and a half spread. <laughs> And and we mentioned too with the total, we see the total decline a little bit from the previous totals for the Arizona Cardinals, which have been you know 49, 50, 51, 52, 53, 54. And this one, uh, looking at it at betonline.ag, it's uh, it's 47. That and I think that I mean that's just because they don't believe that the Texans can score enough to supplement the the what the Cardinals are going to put up. And, well, yeah. And yeah, I mean, what the Cardinals saw in the second half in Cleveland, that's a better roster than what Houston has. Without yeah. Kareem Hunt, without Nick Chubb, with Baker Mayfield playing with half of his body, like Donovan Peoples-Jones and Rashard Higgins would be wide receiver two and three with Houston. You know? Yeah. I, I was surprised Cody Davis didn't have some more nice things to say about Brandon Cooks on our our throwback or our, th- our crossover podcast because he's having a good year. Yeah. Like Brandon Cooks, I think, they would be smart if they dealt him and, and a contender picked him up. He just continues to produce his two years, lost years right now in Houston. I know he gets dealt every other year for draft picks, and but he still continues to be a really, really productive wide receiver. Um, you know, talking, looking at the spread and getting to our, our Friday five and 
you know, the Arizona Cardinals at 17 and a half, that's such a tough number. And as I'm like banging the table for them to, to blow out the Texans, I don't know if I could take them to cover this number. Um, I, I, I think the ballpark for the total, like my, my final score is like the Arizona Cardinals win probably 34 to 13. So that covers, right? I mean, so I'll take the Arizona Cardinals. I'll take them at minus 17 and a half. Um, and then you're looking at the, the, the over that should hit the over as well at 47. So I'll take the Arizona Cardinals hit the over. Um, I think that Zach hurts the prop. Is he going to find the end zone? I think you're right. He probably does find the end zone, get him for a find, you know, scoring a touchdown at any time. And that's, that's, that's all, that's all she wrote. Let's, let's get on to week eight in the green Bay Packers. Yeah. Uh, 31, 10 for me. Uh, it's going to be ugly early and Colt McCoy. Like the goal for this is Colt McCoy to start the fourth quarter. That's the goal is Colt McCoy to score, to start the fourth quarter and have James Conner and Jonathan Ward just run the ball and run out the clock in the fourth quarter. Um, yeah, that's it. So I, I'm taking them. The, oh, yeah, I guess so they cover. And I'm taking the under. Jalen Thompson is going to get an interception in this game. Okay. He's the forgotten man on this defense. He's kind of been the unsung hero. Love to see the guy play. He's a thumper. I I agreed with you. This would be a good opportunity guy for a guy like Zayvon Collins, but he looked like he banged up his shoulder mm-hmm. in a tackle against Kareem Hunt. Um, so I don't think we're going to see. I don't think this is, the, even though this is a great opportunity for Zayvon, unfortunately, I don't think he's going to be 100% to get the amount of snaps that you want to see from your first round pick. I like Jalen Thompson, the safety to get his hands on one of uh, Davis Mills' passes, that's my defensive player of the game in this contest. Even though, you know, J.J. Watt's going to be facing his old team. I think my player of the game is going to be Zach Ertz. Oh, are we doing defense first? Defensively? No. um, Defensively? mm, I mean, I'm just going to say Byron Murphy because he's the lock now. Give me the stats of what he is the highest rated corner. Yeah, and outside uh, in outside coverage, he's in over a ninety grade. It's the best. It's the highest rated corner in the, in the NFL. Come from? It's the and Buda Baker. Was- it's Buda Baker. He's Buda Baker. What happened with Buda? What happened with? Even though Buda showed it a little bit earlier, um, it's the same rise. It's the same damn rise. Those Pacific well, Northwest guys know how to play defense. Yeah, um, but you know, it's also crazy. Well, he's also a Scottsdale kid. Um, he, uh, the, the thing is like, give props to the Arizona Cardinals for knowing what they had within their organization, because we saw like the, the rise for Buda Baker had happened. Like he, he started on, on special teams and he worked his way into being a safety. Byron Murphy is like, everybody already wanted to like say, no, nah, he can't play outside. He's a, he's, he's best. He's an inside guy. He's a nickel corner, a uh, slot corner, whatever. He's not an outside corner. And it's like, you that's just because you read that somewhere. You don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's groupthink. And uh, I think a lot of people had it wrong on, on Byron Murphy. I'll give our guy Christopher Gregory some props. He he saw it happen for, for Byron Murphy. One of our, our, our listeners always tunes in. Um, so you like Zach Ertz on the offensive side of the football. Yeah. And I like that pick. As I mentioned, Texans worst against tight ends as far as fantasy football is concerned. That's also in real football when you're that bad. You're just that bad across the board. Um, this is going to be a game 
where I think Chase Edmonds finds the end zone. I think this is going to be a Chase Edmonds game. This is going to be where he can kind of get get a bunch of carries and, and kind of shorten the game a little bit at the end of it and uh, stack some stats for himself, go over the century mark, and I'll give it to Chase Edmonds as my offensive player of the game. I'm just trying to get a little creative here because the, otherwise, like, it's it's easy. You know, DeAndre Hopkins and Kyler Murray are probably going to connect for a touchdown in this game, and uh, J.J. Watt's probably going to get to a quarterback. Uh, so, but I wanted to give you a little bit more insight. Yeah, I mean, it's – you got to feel terrible for Texans fans. Both of them? Dude, we went through this. Both of them? We went through this. Like, don't don't feel bad for them. But both of them? They had their both t- on they, the same they, team. They traded DeAndre Hopkins. Like, that's that's their it's penance. It's the fans. The fans didn't trade them. Well, I mean, maybe the they fans didn't. Are, I mean, Bill, Bill O'Brien's probably going to be the next head coach of, of LSU. He's going to be fine. Did you see like there was a there was a plane from LSU going to Phoenix? Did you see that? I think it was uh Pro PFT from from No uh, for Cliffy? For who? No. Well, <laughs> Cliff is he's got COVID. I don't think he can fly. Um, I don't know. Is it Vance Joseph? Oh, I mean, it's no, all no. just all rampant spec. A lot of people call the valley home. Like anybody could be here. Any like old former head coach or you know, I mean, who knows? Maybe it's Herm. Yeah, Herm and almost 70 years old. Marvin Lewis. <laughs> and they've got an NFL squad over there. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Um, but, I mean, all in all, this is going to be – and let's leave you with this because we've talked about this a lot. Kyler Murray has 116 yards rushing through six weeks this year. The Cardinals are 6-0. and He had 370 yards rushing through six weeks last year. It's working. Yeah. It's working because that that has been my dream since first day one of the offseason. Offense gets better. Kyler runs less. And he's not running at all. Right. It's got to be like a personal, like just game that he has with himself. He's like, I'm going to win this and I am not going to go across the line of scrimmage. scrimmage. Yeah. I mean, and a, a lot of it's circumstantial, obviously, but like receivers are open. So he doesn't have to run the ball. And the fact, yeah. and I think it's going to be, I know we're going long. I think it's, um, going to be reverse course of what we saw last year the second half of the season they're going to open up the run for him a little bit more and probably drop back into coverage like you've seen a lot of just they're just spying him yeah and he's able to pick apart defenses they'll catch up it's not going to be this easy all season yeah and and one last one parting thing before the next time we talk to everybody is going to be halftime in this game um alex and i clearly confident about the arizona cardinals and i see i've seen it in the chat all week long from all our, some of our favorite viewers out there, our favorite listeners and said, Hey, Arizona Cardinals can't overlook the Houston Texans. Alex and I don't play for the team. We're not a part of this organization. <laughs> the team. That's why it's good. The team is focused on this, on this game. And that's all that matters. We can sit here and we could prognosticate all we want and throw our opinions out and, and vomit over the microphones. It doesn't matter. The, the team's going to be focused. They're not going to be the ones thinking like Alex and myself. I'm sure they're walking with some swagger. They're 6-0, and and they're playing one of the worst teams in the NFL. With uh, Hopefully they don't get caught with Green Bay looming. I don't think they will. I'm looking at another route like last year like against the Jets. It's been a fun one. Thanks for tuning in. Alex Clancy, follow him on Twitter, at Clancy's Corner. Follow me, at Bob Brack, B-O-B-R-A-C-K. Follow me, Bob Brack. And, of course, the show 
at Lockdown AZ Cards. Subscribe on YouTube. We appreciate everybody tuning in and making us your first listen each and every day. Now check out, get a spin around the league with our friends over at Peacock and Williamson. Make it your second listen.